Hello there, and welcome to the Sarlacc Pod. I'm your host, Brandon Kalos, and this is a Star Wars Podcast. So this is day one of my intermittent fasting. Uh, what I am doing is... Well, in, today in particular, because I'm eating with my family a little bit later, I am not eating anything up until 4, and then I can eat until 8 o'clock. On any other day, I'm going to do uh, 3 to 7 window, you know, 3 to 7 in the afternoon window. But for right now, because I'm, I'm eating out later, I'm doing the 4 o'clock thing. And uh, I've done this before. I've lost a ton of weight, and I'm just trying to get back to that. But it's good. Uh, in the past podcasts... I've talked about finding motivation to making content and, you know, losing weight, and uh, it's been a good, I'd say, week or so. Ever since Mandalorian came out, it really got me in gear to putting out podcasts uh, that I've needed to edit and get out, and uh, now we're on episode two of Mando, and here I am recording it again. I'm going to edit it and put it out tonight, but I'm feeling really good. Uh, I I edited a Minecraft episode for my for my YouTube channel that I'm going to start uh, I've been filming. I've been filming a year-long YouTube video for my archery channel that uh, is very on accident with this being a year long. But I finally have started editing that, so it's been very good as far as content creating goes. Because that's that's what I want to find motivation to do is 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 find the motivation to create the content and find the motivation to better my life, better my uh, my eating habits, my health, losing weight, and it's been very good. So today. With it being Monday, I have started to do my intermittent fasting. Another thing that I am doing is I am helplessly addicted to Mountain Dew. And when I say addicted, I mean, okay, I'm going to stop drinking Mountain Dew, and an hour later I am drinking one. And then I drink five to seven cans in a single day. My work pays for them, and they are all free, and I'm just able to drink all day. And uh, with... With that, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't smoke. I don't. I've, I've never drank out, al- drank alcohol, but Mountain Dew is such my thing that I am so addicted to, and it, and it is legit an addiction. And with that, you know, my, my wife and my family just tell me, you know, Brandon, just, just eat, just drink one or two Mountain Dews a day. And I, I've got the personality of where if I'm going to do something, I got, I have to go 100%. So if I'm going to quit drinking Mountain Dew, I have to just quit. I can't have one for you know. I can't have one for dinner and just one for you know. I I, I have to a hundred percent just stop drinking it. And uh, the last one I had was Friday night, which was the seventh, November seventh, twenty twenty. I have done this before. Uh, the longest I've gone was four months. I started on Labor Day in September, and I went until I told myself, okay, you can drink a Mountain Dew for Christmas Eve dinner. And I uh, drank one on Christmas Eve, and that was two years ago. And I have had, like I said, five to seven every day since Since then. It's extremely unhealthy. You know, I, I got to stop. Last time I did this, I lost 15 pounds in the first week or so. So I want to get back to that. And I also want to get back to, you know, con- creating content and getting it out consistently. And and just building a, a friendship with you guys and whoever, who who's ever interested. Just find like-minded people to share my thoughts with. But anyway, if you are new to this podcast, this is the second episode of season two of The Mandalorian. It's called The Passenger. However, the name does not fit. If I was in charge of the name, it definitely would have been Frogs and Spiders and Bugs, oh my, because that's what this episode was full of. 
Uh, if you are new here, this is how these episodes work. Is uh, We talk about the director. We talk about the actors and actresses who are new that we're going th- uh, to see. We break down the episode scene by scene. We finish up with Easter eggs, my thoughts, questions I might have. And then I pick out something from the episode that I like that I want to dive a little more into. And I just basically read from Wikipedia about it. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the Krikna. So we're going to keep with the beast thing. Last week we did the crate dragon. Uh, and yeah, we're just going to do a little more research, do a little more research into that. I love doing this podcast because it makes me research and it makes me uh, do homework and, and kind of get deeper into the Star Wars lore than that I love. And uh, while I, I feel like I'm pretty educated on Star Wars already, you know, all the Easter eggs that I find are 100% everything I find, you know, and then I'll go on online and see ones I've missed. But for the most part, I have gotten every one. The, the, with, with one exception, and I'll explain it when we get to the Easter egg section, but going in and, and doing research like, oh, where have I seen him or what does this mean? And just going in and, and making myself even more knowledgeable about Star Wars is just so fun to me. And that's what this podcast is, has done. Just It's taught me uh, through sharing it with you guys. And, and I love, I just love learning and, and, and there's so much Star Wars content out there and so much things to learn that, uh, it's, it's, this is really fun. So anyway, if we just jump right into the episode, we have, we start off in Tatooine. It's is right after they killed the crate dragon. So Mando's, fly, speeding off back to Mos Eisley. And, uh, we have some more bounty hunters who are trying to get the child. They use a tripwire um, use a tripwire on him and then ambush him. And uh, while two of them are fighting with Mando, we have the one grabbing the rifle is going to shoot him, and he takes his uh, grappling hook and steals the gun and uh, knocks out the two guys. What happens next? Let me be very clear. I'm not okay with this, but he was holding Baby Yoda at knife point. This was uh, basically how I felt in the season finale of episode, season one of the Stormtroopers had you know, punched him a few times. I, I was not okay with it. And uh, Mando said, okay, I'll, I'll trade you my jetpack for him. Just don't hurt him. And uh, I immediately thought, he's not going to give up his jetpack that easily. Sure enough, I was correct because apparently his jetpack was made by Tesla and has the summon mode. So as soon as he was running off of it, Mando made it, you know, zoom up into the air and, and our bounty hunter falls and dies and explodes and the uh, Tesla model jetpack came back to him. So he walks back to Mos Eisley, and uh, where we see Pelly again, one of my favorite characters in this show. And I just now realized that I told you how these episodes break down. We talk about director and actors and actresses, and I completely skipped that. So this direct this was directed by a new director. His name is Peyton Reed. He's worked on Marvel and uh, things like that, but he is new to the Mando franchise, which I love because I love that they are bringing in. A different eye for each episode they're keeping the you know the, the episodes feel the same but with a different flavor and I really like that I I liked this episode I hope he comes back for another one we have Amy Sedaris back again one of my favorite probably my favorite side character she is she's cute she's sweet she's funny I just love seeing her uh, the next two people you're not gonna recognize them if you saw them because they are completely in makeup we have uh, Misty Rosas Rosas she is the uh, frog lady, and apparently she's in the episode Gunslinger from season one, but I had to go back and, and, and watch, and I didn't see her. 
And then we had Richard Aowati back. He plays Zero, the uh, protocol droid who was going to kill uh, Baby Yoda, but then Mando shoots him in the back. Now we can get back into the episode. So when we get back to Mos Eisley, we have Paley. She's playing cards with Dr. Mandible. Dr. Mandible is the con- is the person who has information, and, and he tells them where the contact is. And as they are barbecuing the meat, uh, the, the crate dragon meat, that we meet the contact who is a basically a frog lady. I couldn't look in. I didn't have a species for her, so I couldn't look that up. But uh, basically she tells Mando that, well, through Paley, Paley's translating, she tells him that she will give him information about new Mandalorians uh, in exchange for passage on his ship so she can hatch her eggs and, and be with her husband. The stipulation was no hyperspace. And of course, Mando fought that because, you know, now he has to fly like us peasants here on Earth to the next sector over. But uh, he he does it because, you know, he, he wants to find out some more Mandalorian. He wants information about him. So as we are in Razor Crest and he gets the uh, hyperdrive, or I mean the uh, the autopilot all set up and he goes down and it's nap time for him and he finds the kid eating the frog's uh, eggs and <laughs> that was hilarious. Tells him no and anyway puts him in his hammock crib and takes a nap. While he was taking a nap, we see some more X-Wings in this show, which I love. I'm always a big fan of seeing X-Wings. They are, you know, basically just shaking him down for information and, and on what he's doing. What I loved about this is when one of the pilots says, hey, can you switch over to Channel 2? And there's silence on the line for a minute, and all of a sudden the X-Wings go into attack mode, and then they, they start running and, and chasing and fighting after each other. Of course, Mando gets away. Unfortunately, his ship is all messed up, and he lands on a patch of ice where can't support the weight of the Razor Crest, and he falls through the ice, gets knocked out. By the time he wakes up, you know, it's freezing cold. They're on an ice planet. And the frog, you know, he helps the frog and gets her warmed up. And then, of course, he goes and finds the kid. And, of course, our child, who is always hungry, isn't affected by the cold even a little bit, is eating more eggs. And I thought that was hilarious. You know, they just crash landed. But, you know, he's still hungry. He needs to eat. Our little guy needs to eat. You know, now he's frustrated and he doesn't think he's going to make it out of here alive. And he gets mad at, at the frog who is who he's transporting and goes outside and tries to fix Razor Crest a little bit. And comes back in and Zero is alive. The frog made him come to or, or fixed him up or whatever so she, she can translate and basically says, you know, these are my kids. Uh, my husband has fought super hard to find a place for us to live and that's all I want to do. And, you know, I thought Mandalorians were... We're good people and of the word. And, uh, of course, Mando thinks, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, I needed to do this for her. So he goes out and, and tries to fix Razor Crest more and get him out of the situation. That leads them to this nice hot tub where the frog's, you know, in the hot tub with her with her eggs. Of course, Baby Yoda tries to eat some more. And Mando tells him, like the father he is, tells him no. And, uh, as he's storming off, our little Baby Yoda finds some spider eggs, which he starts eating and it wakes up. All of them, and they are being attacked and chased by the Krikna. Now, this whole scene with the Krikna chasing after him is is awesome. It's got you know him gunfighting. It's him using his uh, flamethrower on his arm, and and it looks like the end for him. To be honest, they they're being overpowered by the spiders, and they're creepy and and cool to look at. Uh, uh, Baby Yoda has one on his head, and the frog shoots it off, and and. I thought that was really cool. They get they get him off enough to where he can close the cockpit and start flying off. And of course, mommy spider comes and 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 is too much weight for the razor crest to hold, and you know starts ruining the 
ruining the cockpit and, you know, it's pretty much over. And then you hear, I would argue, the, I'm going to say the second best sound in Star Wars. And that is the cannon fire from X-Wings. I love the sound. Three best sounds in Star Wars. TIE Fighters flying, X-Wing cannons, and the seismic charge from Slave 1 when Jango Fett uh, launched one at Obi-Wan in Attack of the Clone. Best three sounds in Star Wars. So when I heard those, I'm like, oh, the guys came back. So after the X-Wing pods saved the day, they tell Mando that there's a warrant out for arrest and he's in trouble. Uh, for, go calling back from one of, if not, you know, it was my least episode uh, the prisoner back in season one, so it was it was nice to they they kind of called back to this episode because let's be honest that that episode was boring and I'm glad they they refer back to it to get a little bit of redeeming qualities, but anyway they he was under arrest had a warrant for his arrest because he got the Twi'lek out of uh, you know basically basically uh, broke him out of prison, but then they're like yeah well you've also put the other guys in jail and oh also we saw you on the com- on the camera basically uh risk your life to save our fellow friend and uh they're like yeah we'll we'll let you go but uh make sure you fix your comm link so we can talk to you and that's basically the end of the episode uh of course we have the shot of them flying away limping away i should say and baby yoda kind of looks back at the frog and and (laughs) almost kind of smug just slurps up one more egg and i thought that was really funny a good way to end but all in all, this is a really fun episode, and we had a ton of Easter eggs. The We're just going to go, I, th- these aren't in any particular order, I did watch the episode three times. I found a few here and there, uh, just from re-watching it so many times. But the first one, we have a Rodian reference where Paley says that, you know, I'm not a Rodian, I don't want my, I don't want my crate meat well done. Uh, obviously we have more X-Wings. Uh, we do have Nikto. Uh, or a, a, a species Nikto, the, the Kajane saw Nikto, uh, one of the Jedi Order, who I, his name slips me right now, but uh, he was on the Jedi Order, one of the species on the, Je- on the Jedi Order, the other one uh, of the same species was employed by Jabba, so we've seen those through the uh, saga Star Wars, Star, Star Wars saga. One that's not really Star Wars related, but uh, the director, Peyton Reed, also directed Ant-Man 1, 2, and now he's currently working on number 3. Uh, so with the uh, Dr. Mandible being a giant ant, that I, I, I knew that was 100% a reference to Ant-Man, which I really loved. The other thing was cool, they were cooking the Crate Dragon with a engine from a pod racer, which is only referenced... At Disney's Galaxy's Edge, I don't think I've seen it anywhere else, but it's in one of the, one of my favorite things about Galaxy's Edge was they were cooking a giant thing of meat with a pod racer engine. So if you've never been to Disneyland, of course you can't right now because coronavirus, but definitely go to Galaxy's Edge and see that. So I thought that was really cool. Cheap plug right now, I did film my experience of Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I have yet to edit it and put it up, but and subscribe to my YouTube channel and uh, watch out for it. When Mando goes to Mos Eisley. And meets Paley playing cards with Dr. Mandible. They're playing Sabak, which is a game from Solo. I think they play it. I think Lando's playing it in Empire, if I remember right. But uh, they play it quite a few times in Solo. Uh, also, this is one that I did not catch. My brother actually told me one of the X-Wing pilots is Dave Filoni. Uh, they, that's, that's really cool that they did that. Also, we have a Hut reference when Mando's trying to... He can't communicate with the frog lady, so he's like, hey, do you speak Hut? And he speaks in Hut, and I thought that was that was funny. And the last thing 
was, I don't really know how it pertained to the particular situation, but the frog lady, when she was using Zero to translate, she was talking about the Mandalorian code. In Rebels, we see Sabine Wren use the Mandalorian code and fight Fen Rao for, um, basically, to lead the Mandalorians. We also see it in Clone Wars when Darth Maul fights Pre Vizsla and uh, ends up killing Pre Vizsla, so, he, so Maul becomes the leader of the Mandalore. So so we've got a cool Mandalorian code reference, which I thought was fun to kind of remember back of past shows. So that's all the ones that I caught. Again, I, there could be more. I could have missed some, but those are the ones that I caught. And again, I did watch this episode three times. And uh, Easter eggs are probably my favorite thing. Star Wars is so big and there's so much content, whether it be the novels or the comics or any you know, TV shows or video games. I love that they're subtle. I love that those Easter eggs are so subtle. Some of them are subtle. Some are, some of them are in your face. But I just love watching it. This is my favorite thing to do watching the show is just see if I can pick out just the tiniest details from past Star Wars. It's really fun. So my thoughts on the episode. Uh, at the end of the last podcast episode, I asked if they ate the crate dragon meat, which I assume they did, uh, confirming that they did. So uh, it was fun kind of. Seeing them cook it and everything, I'm a I'm a big hunter and and you know I kill what I eat and or I eat what I kill. I loved the part where the X-wings are chasing Razorcrest and Razorcrest goes into the canyon. They're kind of flying in the canyon. That really took me back to uh, a New Hope where with the Death Star driving, uh, you know, uh, the piloting in the in the trenches of the Death Star. I thought that was really cool. Uh, again, I love Paley's humor. I love that they brought her back. Uh, the couple of jokes or, or lines that she had was she told Mando not to cry or he'll, he'll rust his armor. When she is translating for the frog lady, the frog lady talks for like two, you know, half a second. And then Paley gives out this long answer and Mando's like, she said all that. And then she's like, yeah, I was paraphrasing. Loved it. And then uh, she's like, yeah, I, I vet I vet this frog lady with, with 100%. I, you know, it makes you sound like Paley has known her for years and years. But she's like, yeah, I met her 10 minutes ago. I'm a great judge of character. I love that. I love Paley. She's she's awesome. Again, at the beginning of the episode, when we see, the, uh, see them fighting, great choreography. Something that is done phenomenally in this show. The one thing I, I mentioned, I've watched this episode three times. I caught it on the last time I watched this when uh, the frog lady's in the hot tub and all the spiders wake up. She grabs her clothes with her tongue, and I thought that was thought that was pretty sweet. Now, I, I'm a father. I have a five-year-old. Uh, he'll, he will be five this month, and then I have a, a daughter on the way. And let me tell you something. There's something about kids. If you don't, if you don't have kids, you're, never, you're not going to know. But... Uh, there's moments, as much as I love my son, I will do absolutely anything for him. He is my life. However, and if you don't have kids, you're not going to understand this. There are times where I want to kill this kid. <laughs> as much as I love him, sometimes I'm like, come on, do what I say, listen to me. Ugh, he's so frustrating. And, and again, if you don't have kids, you're not going to understand. But if you do have kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And we're starting to see we're starting to see Din Jaren have these moments with baby Yoda to where, you know, he doesn't listen. He's telling him not to do things. You know, he's trying to keep him at bay and he's not listening. And and I love just how much of a dad he is becoming. The you know, the frustration, the love 
when he goes to bed with him, you know, he puts him puts him in his hammock and then he closes his, uh, you know, essentially sleeps in his bed. And he's like, all right, let's get a little nap. You know, I thought that was thought that was awesome because with my son, you know, we can we can fight and argue. But at the end of the day, all I want to do is cuddle up with him and, and have a good nap and, you know, love up on him. And I and, and I love just how much of a dad that Mando is becoming. So before we do a little bit of trivia, I'm going to talk about some questions that I have. And actually, one of the questions is clears back from clear back from season one. So I mentioned that the frog lady was in Gunslinger, so I did rewatch that episode. I I didn't see her. I didn't, you know, but also I was kind of half, excuse me, half watching the episode. But I did notice something that that uh, I guess I had a question when I was watching. At the end of Gunslinger, you just see the feet of somebody who goes up on the body of of the guy that that Mando ended up killing and he's got the spurs and the and the boots and everything and you never see his face and i always kind of just assumed it was a gideon but again we we don't we haven't found that out exactly who that was so i'd be curious to see if we come back to that i'm sure he has some sort of significance if it is gideon or someone we've seen before then that's fine but you know that's a question that i do have and then obviously the frog lady knows someone uh, or a Mandalorian, so I, it would be great to find out who that is. Is it Sabine? Is it someone from that era? Someone that we have seen before? Someone completely new? Uh, it's also a question that I have that I cannot wait uh, to be answered. And here we go. A little bit of Wikipedia from the Krikna, the spider. We have seen in Rebels multiple times, probably I don't know, a good handful of episodes we've seen them in. Uh, but straight from Wikipedia, I am I am I am 100% reading from Wikipedia. Krikna were predatory, non-sentient spider-like creatures native to Adalon. They were resistant to blaster bolts and highly sensitive to the negative emotions. Uh, I do remember that in in Rebels, making them extremely difficult to tame with the Force. Uh, they were repelled by signal emitted by sensor beacons, which I do remember that. So I can't remember what planet they were on, um, but basically to keep these things away, they had beacons surrounding their base. Uh, that was one of the episodes in Rebels. Krikna were six-legged spider-like creatures that had durable skin and cocooned their prey in underground hives. They also had beaked mouths surrounded by a pair of fang pedipalps. Their skin was highly resistant to blaster bolts, including fire uh, from the starship cannons. However, their eyes were vulnerable, vulnerable, which we figure out that Sabine, well, Sab- Sabine figured that out. Krikna were repelled by the signal emitted by sensor beacons. They, uh, they feasted primarily upon Dokma, which are little snail-like creatures. Although they could be connected with the Force, it was very difficult. I remember Ezra having, you know, Ezra, if you watch Rebels, Ezra had a very strong ability to tame wild animals and, and, and with the force, but he had a really hard time with these things. Uh, they were highly sensitive to negative emotions. Another cool thing about the Krikna is there was concept art clear back from Empire Strikes Back. Uh, apparently, they were supposed to have a Krikna on Dagobah, and I guess the concept, the concept art that I saw was a Krikna basically eye to eye were staring down luke when luke was on dagobah it never made it in the movie obviously but i thought that was so so krikna have been a thing since the 80s since empire and uh going back that long i think it's really cool because you never you haven't seen them up until rebels so you know we've we've known about them since empire and we just never you know i don't know if they've been in comic books or 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 novels i'm sure they have at one point 
But to have them finally here with Rebels and now seeing them at Man- in in the Mandalorian has is, is been really fun. And that's, again, that's another another thing I love about Star Wars is it's so huge that you can do things like that. You know, you, you, know, you have Easter eggs that reference something that happened clear back in 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 78 when when a new hope was here and i love that i love that they they can do that and i love that the minds behind it just can think of that stuff and 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 involve it in some way it's just it's so fun as a star wars fan to see it each and every episode that is going to do it for this i hope you enjoyed it and uh thank you for tuning in i really appreciate it again if you want to become my friend and talk more about Star Wars and, and just and just kind of bond over that, you can follow me on Twitter is at Kalos the Brave. I am slowly moving that to be my main focus. I do have another uh, another Twitter that I've had since 2015, and it got way too political. And I'm trying to I'm trying to stay away from that. And I'm trying to you know kind of clean it up a bit and just use it for my outdoor channel and my my archery company b10 outdoors uh but if you want to follow that i guess you can but for right now, my my primary is at callus the brave you can find it in the description below i also reference my youtube my youtube channels a lot if you're interested in the finding motivation and in the outdoor side of my life that is b10 outdoors on youtube I am also doing a, another YouTube channel that uh, is all my interests that don't coincide with outdoors. You know, I'm a big old bearded redneck who drives a pickup truck and, and, and loves the outdoors, but I also love Star Wars and Pokemon. and So everything that, that's not coinciding with the outdoors, you know, the Pokemon, the video games, the Star Wars, uh, will be on the separate channel. And that is also on YouTube, Kalos the Brave. There's no content up on there right now, but like I said earlier, I did edit a Minecraft video, and it's going to be, you know, Minecraft. I'm working on a PC build, which I've talked about before. Uh, every time I get new parts for my PC, and then ultimately do a video of me building my first ever PC. Which, going back to the first, the start of this episode where I talked about, I can't do anything. I if I'm doing something, I have to go full in, and that's why it's been taking me so long to build this PC because I can't just build a computer to allow me to stream and and. And, and game I have to make the perfect one I have to make one that I want to make so that's why it's taking me so long to build this PC I've been building it for about a year now and of course with computers you know technology comes out and and you know I was going to buy a CPU and then the new CPU comes out new graphics cards come out so that's kind of been taken it's kind of been hard to settle on one but I digress I'm so glad you guys listened to this episode tune in next week for episode three I've seen two of The Mandalorian, and then when The Mandalorian is done, look for more content that I have a bunch of ideas for this podcast. I've just, I, I really love, I really love doing this. I love sharing, sharing my views and my interests, especially talking about Mandalorian and giving my views. I love hearing other people's thoughts, and and you know, I read their articles, and I love it, and I hope that comes across to you guys. So, with all of that being said, have a good one. I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you.